That's right. Welcome in. Welcome back, folks. To an Al Golden is locked in long term for the Irish. Things are coming together nicely. Edition of the Always Irish Show. As always, thank you for being here. You can find the program on YouTube. Do it. Subscribe if you haven't yet. Appreciate it very much. Give the video a thumbs up. That helps Yanni Boy out as well. Notifications on that way. You're alerted every time a new episode drops. I know you don't want to miss it. Twitter. Search bar. Always Irish. Rat. Always Irish. Emails. Always Irish. And at gmail.com. Audio only anywhere you want it. You can get it if you don't want to see my face. Totally understand. Call in lines 312 988 15. Dial it up. Tell Johnny all you've heard and seen. Instagram, Facebook, always Irish. Eight. USA Today, Fighting Irish. Why I read all about it. Patreon.com, a slash always Irish. Former captain, leading tackler, Mike Goolsby, and myself. I'm the paywall. What could go wrong? Nothing. A lot of things go right. Great interview the other night with Owen Strebig, O line commit. Man, what a good kid. Good head on his shoulders. Great discussion. So thank you to everybody over there. Okay. Welcome in. Welcome back. Usually, usually, Friday news dumps are bad. Usually, corporations, companies, whatever, like to put bad news leaks on a Friday afternoon for some reason. Have bad news Friday afternoon drop. Notre Dame fans got some good news on a Friday after literally months of asking. I mean months. I've been sitting here every day on the morning show going, anybody got any information about this Al Golden thing? Now the, now, now the NFL season's over. I, why isn't this done? Like, I'm not comfortable because the LSU people were in this situation and Dead Brock's working for us. All that stuff I've been asking for months. Looks like Al Golden's locked in on a four-year deal now to stay at Notre Dame. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, I love it. It's big news. It's big news. Notre Dame had a top 10 defense last year, looking to move up even higher than that. It's a beautiful thing. So, I think it's important, now that we have this news, let's take a recap of some bullet points here of exactly where we're at. Exactly where we're at. Number one, I am the first person to criticize Notre Dame's administration for not prioritizing football to my liking, to an extent of my liking. I'm always fair, though. I criticize them when they drop the ball, and when they do something right, I give them credit. Here, I praise them. The last couple months, they have signed two of the best coordinators in the country to long-term deals to stay at Notre Dame with high-end money. Not, oh, we like Notre Dame. We have a soft spot for Notre Dame. You know, we'll give you a break. No, real money. Great job. Great job. Nobody in the media was more direct and critical of them publicly than I was with the Ludwig thing and all this stuff. And I always say, I just need to feel like the administration's putting all the resources that are reasonable together to give the football program a chance to be elite, truly competitive. They're doing that with these deals. Great, great job. Thank you. Thank you. 
and you're going to get an announcement soon on a new Goog renovation or Goog building or whatever. That's coming down the road too. So they're spending some money. Thank you. They deserve credit. Number two, I believe both the Denbrock and Golden deals are four years long, overlapping the exact same four-year span. I love it. That long-term stability is a beautiful, beautiful thing, especially when I know I like both the guys and I'm going to want them to stay around. Beautiful, beautiful. That stability breeds consistency, and that's how you raise your way up into being a big-time winner. Love it. Number three. Listen, you're going to lose some guys here and there. Losing O'Leary, that hurts. He was really good. Nobody likes that. That sucks. Uh, we all know that. Getting these two locked up on long-term deals is by far the most important priority, though. It is. So it, it's never comfortable to lose your good assistance or whatever. Getting these two locked in on those long-term deals are... It's the coordinator. So outside of Marcus, those are the most important things. Now you got two pillars there that aren't going anywhere. Number four, this is the exact kind of stability a young head coach finding his way needs. This is it. Exactly it. It's, I mean, I don't want to say it. It's almost perfect with these guys. Think about it. Decades of experience each on each side of the ball. Each is familiar with and understands the whole Notre Dame thing and they fully get it. Both of them. It's a beautiful thing. Neither one of these guys look at this as a stepping stone. I'm going to go to Notre Dame, get on film, good year, and then go get a head job. They're not trying to do that. They're here to coach. They're coachy coaches. They're here to coach, do their job, and make Marcus Freeman look good. It's an absolutely beautiful dynamic, how you have these mirroring dynamics on each side of the ball with older, experienced guys you trust that aren't trying to bounce, make a name for themselves, go be a head guy. So this is it. This is terrific. For the situation we're in with Marcus, I, I honestly can't think of many more one-two packages at coordinator that I would like more than this. And I don't know if I ever remember saying that. Ever. I mean, even if you liked one side of the ball before, look at what we just went through. Nobody in Notre Dame land could agree whether Tommy Reese is a genius or awful. Is he good at this or bad at this? Nobody could decide. Parker, God bless Troy, but it was a struggle against anybody with a pulse. I know we scored 80 points against Navy and 600 against Central and then nothing against, you know, I know, yeah. You all know what I mean with that offense. Any defense with the pulse, we had no answers. I mean, this is what we wanted. These guys that you can rely on and trust that they're going to put you in a position. Now, here's where this whole thing comes home to roost 
though. Some of you are going to like this from the morning show. Here's the key point of all this. You got all this going on with now this high-level stability you have with these assistants, the money put into that, all this stuff going on. The pressure's ratcheting up on Freeman as it should. Excuses are going bye-bye. Okay? That roster's flipping. That staff's flipped. This is exciting. It's really exciting. But that pressure's ramping up on Marcus. All those excuses are going bye-bye. So much, I dropped my pen. That roster's getting paired up more with his vision. I'm not going to be in a position where I'm like, I just, I don't know what we could do on offense. I don't trust the guy putting it all together. You're not in that. Like, the excuses are going bye-bye, and it's about to be winning time with this staff. It's about to be winning time. People are going to start to expect that. That year one, just keep your head above water. Year two, calibration, see where you're at. Yeah, like it's about to be winning time. So that's not a negative. It's a good thing. But I just want to point it out. That pressure's legitimately getting ramped up on Freeman. Year one, I had arguments. He was left a severely flawed, thin roster. Nobody wanted to admit had these issues, like, like this is all, all that stuff starting to go bye-bye. And so is just Freeman's ability to say, I'm, you know, to be a new coach and get some grace for that. It's a beautiful thing, but it's about to be winning time for Notre Dame. People are going to start expecting it. Let's get it done. The excuses are going bye-bye. So a lot of you in the morning on my chat, my calling uh, chat shows, we're saying, you know, John, you're a Freeman Omer. You're never going to say anything bad about Freeman. It's Marcus free pass for John and all this. And, and you, you're never going to hold him to the fire. It's about to be winning time. Those excuses are about to go bye-bye as they should. A final thing. I did see some people online reacting to this on Twitter saying, a four-year deal, does that mean Mickens is going to leave? Because he's next in line to be a DC at Notre Dame or somewhere else. I don't know what to think of that. Because I have heard, everybody knows how close he and Marcus are. I have heard they bumped up his responsibilities and pay a lot to make the plan. When Al's done, he can move in. Four years is a long time, though. Four years is a long time. But don't you agree with me? Al Golden has proven enough with his body of work here at Notre Dame that we would be dumb to not be happy to take four more years of that rather than start over with the young guy and you're not quite sure what you're going to get and how it's going to look and how long it's going to take to get there. Like, I don't want to miss out on Mickens either. But Al's been so consistent and, and you like where it's trending. Four more years of top 10 defense, pretty hard to give up for a question mark, even though there's a ton of potential with Mickens. And we love the recruiting and development he's done back there. So 
I don't know what that means for that. I also don't know if that means Mickens leaves but comes back when Al's gone or maybe he's looking to be a head coach by that time. I don't know how that works out. But a part of me thinks you would be foolish to not ride with the consistent proven thing four more years if you could get it. And just know Al's going to take care of it. Top 10 Ds. So, again, for the situation Notre Dame's in, with this particular coach and where he's at in his personal development coaching arc, I'd be hard-pressed to think of a better set of coordinators. Not like I'll take one OC from this school and a DC from that school. Like, I can't think of two guys that are out of school right now I love more than these two. It's a beautiful, beautiful fit. And the fact that I know they're older and they're not looking to flash in Notre Dame and then move up in the world and make it about them, there's something about the humility of these two guys that I love that hits me different. The humility of them wanting Marcus to be the, the star that shines and do all that. And they're just working and propping that guy up, making him look good. I just love that. It gives me so much comfort to know that's where they're at in life. And this is where they want to be and what they want to do. And for who? For Marcus. It's beautiful. They want to play for the guy. I love it. So it looks like the Irish are going to have continuity. And that's really important as long as what you're continuing is good. That's always a pet peeve of mine is, you know, I sometimes I hear, oh, continuity. We need continuity. And it's usually after things don't go good in a season, in a sport. Oh, we need continuity. And then I'd go, continuity means continuation. And continuity isn't good if you're continuing being bad. Like continuity for continuity's sake is not good. Continuity of something that's good is good. So I like that you're going to have that. Here's the deal. Notre Dame's window's opening. Notre Dame's window's opening here. By window, I mean truly competitive. Should be opening. It's not wide open. But it's cracking open, and I'm starting to see that light come through. It's not fully open. We are not fully there. The roster isn't. We're just not. But it's cracking open. And this kind of infrastructure and stability underpinning all of what's coming, that's exciting. So you know you're going to be able to recruit off this. You'll know you'll be able to sell these guys. These guys are going to be here long term. You got to think of that too. Good day in Notre Dame land. Telling you, Marcus is getting support. He's getting support. Now he needs to do something with it. We're entering win mode. This is the beginning of it. What a year with the new expanded playoff and all that. But enjoy crack a cold one this weekend, Notre Dame fans. It's big news and it's good news. Have a good one. Let me know what you think in the comments.